up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, how are you doing this evening? Hello, hello, hello. Doing all right. I'm excited to talk about this movie. Yeah, this, this is one that, you know... You and I remembered from our childhood, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, and we've also got Steve. Steve, hello, everyone. Hey, um, and Pete should hopefully be joining us. He's having a few technical difficulties, so if he comes in, awesome. If not, the three of us will hold down the fort. So, um, guys, if you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. That way, you will make sure you never miss any of our fun-filled episodes. We've got some real fun ones coming up. So. This week, as Kate teased, we are watching the 1975, dare I say classic, The Apple Dumpling Gang. Um, In reality, it features Don Knotts and uh, Tim Conway as two bumbling thieves that, let's face it, they're the highlight of the show. Now, are are they the featured characters? No, but they are definitely the highlight of this show, is watching those two comic geniuses come together. Um, it's about three kids who get pawned off on a gambler against against his knowledge. They find a huge nugget of gold. The gambler comes up with a fake marriage to the rough and tumble female stagecoach driver in town. And of course, they end up falling in love. Spoiler alert. Sorry. And then it's all about um, how they then, you know, how it basically how they all end up happily ever after. And let's face it, it's a Disney movie from the 70s and the 60s. They end up happily ever after. Um, has Harry Morgan in it, has um Slim Pickens in it, who is a great character actor. Um Kate, I'm gonna go ahead and start with you on this one. What for this was a nugget of gold? What was great about this movie for you? Yeah, so right off the bat, um, I rem I I I vaguely remember this movie, but I couldn't <clears throat> completely remember everything about it. Um, but right off the bat, uh, the cast, the the cast that was in it, and I, I don't know their actor names, but I know what I know them from, like Mr. Banks from um, Mary Poppins, who plays a banker in this movie. No, um, no, 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 no. Not same guy. Not the same guy. Are you sure? I'm 100% certain that that was not David Niven. That was, or not David, um, that was not, that was not Mr. Banks. Give me 20 seconds and I'll look it up, but it was not the same guy. Okay. Well, they did have one of the actors from the TV show MASH. Yeah, Harry Morgan. Harry Morgan Morgan was great. Um, It just felt like all these little, like, nuggets of, of excitement of people that I recognized, which was fun. Um, so, um, 
I liked it. It was it was cheeky. It was very clearly from the 70s um, as the as there wasn't like a lot of representation of other colored skin or anything like that at all. Um, it just it, it, it so but overall, I liked it. The child actors did great. They were hilarious. Um, overall, I thought it was pretty good. What about you, Steve? Um, I think since sort of Jack mentioned this, highlights for me were Don Knotts and Tim Conway. Yes, the physical comedy. I mean, yeah. they could not have said anything, and it was very enjoyable. Um, another standout for me was um, Dusty, um, the stagecoach driver. So um, Susan Clark, I had to look up her name. I thought, like, especially that beginning, um, the scene where she's um, chasing um, Donovan around the um, the saloon, the total battle. Really enjoyed that. Um, I'd, I'd say those. I mean, I remember seeing this in the drive-in movie theater when it came out. Um, so, yes. Um, and like you said, parents always took us to the Disney movie. So I remember watching it back then. Um, I'd say that it was the physical comedy storyline. It was enjoyable, not fantastic, but those were the highlights for me. What about you, Pete? Yeah, I enjoyed seeing seeing the uh, all the different actors. I think you guys just had already mentioned. Uh, I know I came in when Kate was talking about Harry Morgan, um, and you just mentioned Dusty. That was she was the mom from Webster. I don't know if you guys remember the show Webster. But, oh. yeah, that, yeah so she was <laughs> so like I, it took me a while i didn't recognize that at first so it was like you know all these kind of shows around like tv land and things like that um but yeah i found i found it charming you know it wasn't anything amazing or anything like that but it was it was it's not something i minded that much um and i gotta give it to tim conway over don Knotts a lot <laughs> Um, I've never been that big a fan of Don Knotts. He, not that he's can't be funny. He can be funny, but he, he gets a lot of it through mugging, like very broad clownish and Tim, not that Tim Connolly didn't clown, but like he could make things funny with just like an eye roll. And, uh, he's to me, he's like genius. So, um, uh, he, he, helped make the movie though. It almost seemed like for three quarters of the movie, Don Knotts and Tim Conway were in a different movie. <laughs> agreed. 100% agreed. 100% agreed. So, but that's my thought. What about you, Derek? Um, it was cute. Yeah. Uh, to get to your point, Kate, uh, John McGiver was the banker in this David Tomlinson is Mr. Banks. So not not the same. I can see how you kind of made that mistake. They look so similar. But not even close to the same actor. um, That's wild. But um, Pete, I'll I'll definitely agree with you. Definitely a Tim Conway fan over Don Knotts. Don Knotts, you can take in very, very small doses. Very small doses. Love Don Knotts. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He made he got famous playing Barney Fife, and he's always Barney Fife in all of his movies. But his movies um, are so the ghost in Mr. Chicken is like it's Barney Fife. 
I mean, it's he's so funny. Only one he plays any kind of a different character is the Incredible Mr. Limpet. Oh, and another it, great one. It's animated. Don, it's animated Barney Fife. I mean, <sighs> um, so but good. Tim Conway, Tim Conway was one of the comic geniuses of the 1970s. Uh, his work on the Carol Burnett show, if you ever want to laugh, watch a Tim Conway uh, highlight reel from um, the Carol Burnett show, especially if you include the password blooper that they show uh, where he starts telling the story about the circus. It's You will fall out of your chair laughing if that's the first time you've ever seen it. Um, but that was cute. The kids weren't... You're, I can't remember who said the kids weren't annoying. The kids did an okay job. Um, I thought the kids were great. The four kid actors, they did an okay job. They did a pretty decent job. Um, did it have its issues? Yes. As I said, um, now slim Pickens is a, as a cowboy villain. Gee, where have we seen that before? Um, for those of you who don't know, he was a, he was in lots and lots of Westerns. Yes. He was in Dr. Strange love about this time. Was also in Blazing Saddles about this time. God, Blazing Saddles is a great movie. Yes, it is not on Disney Plus. Otherwise, we would go an adults only episode and do it. But um, so it's had a lot going for it. But Pete, I'm going to go to you on this one. What should have been stolen by Amos and Theodore? Was it what wasn't so great about the movie? Uh, the whole plot of the movie didn't make all that much sense. Like they, 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 they like had these characters and they wanted to make a movie around these characters, but they didn't really have a plot. So they just kind of kept throwing things at it. And like, like the coincidence that these kids go up to the mine and they find this giant gold nugget. Cause there's an earthquake. And then I don't know it. And then, then like they're, the whole romance subplot with, uh, you know, David Banner and Webster's mom, just like, I don't know it. Like I would have liked to have seen that, like that have developed that they actually liked each other kind of before they pushed the, Oh, they got to get married for the kids thing. I don't know. The, 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 The plot wasn't great. I mean, the movie was charming, but I, I just thought a lot of the, and then like, Again, to pull in the, the point at which Tim Conway and Don Knotts actually interact with the plot is the kids just suddenly decide to give them the gold. And like, I don't know. I, I just, the plot kind of annoyed me. That is my biggest problem. What about you, Derek? Uh, and, what plot, and what plot there was was too long. Um, this was an hour 40 that should have been about an hour 20. Um, because that was... Back in the 60s and 70s, that was the sweet spot for most Disney movies. Up until the 80s and 90s, it was definitely Disney movies were 70 to 75 minutes. That you can count, except for Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins was longer. But other than that, you can count on a Disney movie to be about 70 to 75 minutes. This was 100 minutes and it felt it. Um, I mean, yes, is the plot weak? Incredibly. Is the plot plot coincidental? I would argue much less so than Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain. But 
I mean, the whole the kids giving them the nugget. It was cute. It was heartwarming. You knew that uh, Dusty and Donovan were going to get together from the moment they laid eyes on each other. I mean, and especially with the fake wedding where, I mean, it, it was, was this whole plot telegraphed entirely huge, but it was fun. I said, if it hadn't, if, it, if they'd cut 20 minutes, especially 20 minutes, the last 20 minutes worked. Once you slim pick and shows up, that 20 minutes is fairly tight. But somewhere in the hour 20 before that, got a little long. Um, honestly, the, the humor of them going around the fire station and over the firemen got long. Mm. That that scene was actually too long for me. Mm. Um, because when it was, yes, we understand that you have to avoid all these things and get off of it, but you're walking right past a ladder that you could have picked up easier. So, I know, it was just, you can't go, you can't reason with these movies. You cannot reason with these movies. But, my biggest complaint it was it was too long so kate yeah uh the plot fell i I think pete kind of nailed it when he said it felt like or maybe it was you derek one of the two of you said that um it felt like don knotts and shoot tim conway thank you tim conway um were in a completely different movie <laughs> because i like it started with them like it started with them um, being uh, like they were they were or they were they were they taken over something or they were trying to rob Donovan. That's what it was. They were trying to rob. And then it was like and then they were just gone for a while and then they came back. And like I had because I and maybe it's because I grew up with um, the Andy Griffith show. So I. I, I really like Don Knotts, but I think it's because he was a pretty pivotal part of my childhood. Also, my mom and I used to watch The Ghost of Mr. Chicken, and it scared the crap out of me. And my mom would laugh and laugh and laugh because it's a comedy show. It's not a scary movie. Anyway, um, so I wanted to see more of them and their physical comedy. Oh, my God, their physical comedy. Yeah. So good. Um it just felt very fragmented to me. Like they were like, I feel like they went into the drawing room to create this movie and they were like, all right, we got these really great actors on board, Tim Conway and Don Knotts and whoever else. Um, and so let's make a Western sort of, and like, we're going to have some kids cause like, the movies right now, they've got the kids because you had like Swiss Family Robinson, you had um, uh, Mary Poppins, uh, you had like they all had some kind of kids in them. So we got to have some kids. And then, and then we're going to have, um, and then there's got to be a love interest. Like we got to have a love story. So somehow we got to fit. And I feel like they like had all these things and they kind of just like took a red thread and kind of tried to sew them all together, <laughs> but it didn't really work well. And it's like, Oh, okay. But like, but parts with the kids made me laugh out loud. Like when the kid was like, I can't remember the kid's name, but he was like, he doesn't like to be touched. Clovis. And then he kicks him again. He's like, he doesn't like to be touched. I know. Like that, <laughs> that made me actually laugh out loud. And every parent has been the, I gotta go. 
that was because I was at first when they showed the stage coach with, with the little girl, yeah. she was running off. I was like, is she robbing people? No, like, because I didn't pick up on that. I was like, I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It just felt very fragmented to me. That like I feel like you're right. They could have tightened it all up, cut 20 minutes from the movie, tightened it up, made it a little bit more cohesive. It wasn't it wasn't awful. So yeah. What do you think, Steve? Um, I agree with everything that's been said. Sort of a weak fragmented plot. Um a little too long. I, I was starting to lose interest. Um, the other thing, I think you mentioned it earlier at the very top of the show, Kate, was um, sort of outdated on some of the things they're showing, like with the um, the Chinese laundry. Chinese laundry, yeah. Yes. I meant to bring um, that up. I meant to say that yes. too. Um, like, oh, okay. Like, why do you need them there? Except for a quick slapstick, we're going to run over things. Um, yeah, I agree with everything. A little too long. Um, I like your idea. So, like, let's throw out ideas. We need a gold nugget. We need this. Now make a story. (laughs) Okay. Now, what would you say if I told you it was actually based on a 1971 novel that had all these major plot points in it? Because it was. Really? Did the novel sell well? (laughs) I have no idea. But it's a novel about a group of orphan children have a gambler who reluctantly helps them as well as a of hapless robbers who are, who are after the gold the children have found. It's so crazy. then they took chapter one and chapter five and chapter ten. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would totally agree with that. Totally agree and with the that. index at the beginning. But uh, it's actually based on a novel. Okay. So it's not all Disney script. Okay, it's partially Disney script writer's fault. It's not all Disney script writer's fault. Okay. Since Live action remakes are all the rage today for worse or worse. Um, give me, and I don't need a complete recast. I don't need a complete recast. The two I would like you to really focus on, though, are the Amos and Theodore characters. But who would you cast if this was remade today? And Steve, I'll start with you. Okay. I'm trying to think like who nowadays is really good like at the physical comedy, which I don't think we have like really anymore. Um, I would say maybe Chris Pratt. I, I think just because I'm thinking from like Parks and Rat, thinking there. Um, maybe um, the only thing I could think off the top of my head is the actors from Superbad, sort of Jonah Hill. Those people, I, I think they could possibly pull that off. I'm trying to think off the top of my head who would be really good at the physical comedy. Maybe Jim Parsons as one. I feel like yeah. he, he could possibly do it. But I'm trying to think who's good at the physical comedy. I don't think we really have people like that anymore. We do, but... We okay. do? Well, okay. So, But that's off the top of my head. So, Pete, what would you say? And Pete's muted. You Let's muted me. There he I is. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know I was muted. Um, the first person that come to my mind is Steve 
Carell as one of the robbers. I think oh my he would God. Uh, perfect in one of those roles. Um, I can't think of who I would put with him, but I think him playing like the Tim Conway, uh, the Tim Conway role. I mean, he's probably too big a star, but that would be that would be my pick. Um, Realistically, no. That's how big Tim Conway and Don Knotts were back then. Is it would be Steve Carell. God. Yeah. He's so so, so he's one of them, and um, my my lead I would go after is uh, a different Chris. I'd go with uh, Chris Pine as the gambler. Okay. 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 Um, for me, the other physical comedy, and I agree, we don't have a ton of them around. A fifteen year ago, Jim Carrey. Would be very. Oh, good. you took mine. It's what I do. Um. Now for the gambler, I would argue this has been remade fairly. That part has been redone semi recently, early nineties. Mel Gibson and Maverick was Donovan. It, it was that. If you've never, if you guys have never seen the Mel Gibson, Jodie Foster, James Garner Maverick movie, it's hilarious. Um, again, not on Disney Plus, or it would go in the in, it would go on the list. Um, but yeah, I mean, Steve Carell was definitely was Steve Carell and Jim Carrey are the two are the two Steve that I had mentioned as far as being very good with the, the physical comedy. Um, I know he's been overdone, but I've seen him in some comedy stuff. Honestly, Leo DiCaprio is the gambler. Uh, uh. Um, and mm-hmm. then as far as Dusty, uh, how about Jennifer Lawrence? That's a good one. Um, just because you got to have the female, but it can pull off the rough and tumble. And anyone who's seen Hunger Games or any, basically any of the other stuff she's ever been in, yeah. she can pull off rough and tumble. Um, or Brie Larson. Because I, yeah. in spite of popular theory, I like her as Captain Marvel. So, um, the kids are tough because kids continue to age. Um, but I mean, I think it could be done today. Just please don't. So, Kate, any any other ideas? Yeah. Um. So, well, you messed me up a little bit, Derek, because um, you. I was thinking like today. But if we could go into the past, Chris Farley and Steve Martin. Oh, I think, no, I couldn't do Steve Martin. I couldn't. I love Steve Martin. No, huh? His physical comedy in the movie The Jerk is hilarious. But, but. Um, if you go there, how about Robin Williams? Oh, well, yeah. Duh, well, I, mean, yes. I mean, if you're um, going to go way back, you might as well. Um, this but. It was made in 75. So, oh, sure. Uh, so, the other, if you were going today, physical comedy, in my opinion, one of the best physical comedians is Rowan Atkinson, who is Mr. Uh, yes, yes. Um, and then I just had his name, and his name is there it is. Um, I don't know how much of a, a physical comedian he is, but while I was watching this, I was like, John C. Riley, I think, could yes. also yes. pull this off. John C. Riley as one of the two. Yes. yes. Do not put him with Will Ferrell. 
No. No, and I like you could do Will Ferrell, you could do Adam Sandler. No. no, no, I'm saying I haven't done this in a while. Don't you (laughs) (laughs) Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler deserve a drop. Uh, <laughs> that deserved a drop. You have to admit that you deserved a drop. Um, I would the, add for the lead for Donovan, Paul Rudd, possibly. See, yeah. I was thinking Paul Rudd or even Robert Downey Jr. Because Robert Downey Jr. has that yeah. gambler, that like rougher. Dwayne Johnson. Mm. No. Mm. No. No, no. No, Dwayne Johnson has the Slim Pickens character. Oh, as, as, oh yeah. as, as the head, as the main bad yes. guy who oh, yes. cons everyone. Yeah. So. And then for the for the woman, um, Kate McKinnon. Okay. If, if you know Kate McKinnon, uh, she that. she is hilarious to me. Um, and Pete did make a comment in the background that we know we're making a two hundred million dollar remake. Back again, those these stars were that were close to that big. So these this was a huge name. This was these were huge names in this movie, and it was successful for Disney. So okay, as we always do, cups and picks you dust out of five for this movie. Kate, you start us off. Yeah, I'll give it a solid three. I'll give a solid three. I would. I, I can't say I wouldn't watch this movie again if somebody was like, oh my God, I've never seen it. Do you want to watch it with me? I can't say I wouldn't. I might not go seek it out, but I wouldn't be like, absolutely not. So I'll give it a solid three. What about you, Pete? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was, I was kind of torn between a three and a three and a half, um, depending on my mood. Um, but as far as like, it was a, a solid... 70s style Disney movie um, that you would get at that. I mean, they made a ton of movies in the 70s. Very hit or miss. A lot of them. Right. A lot of them were not good. This was one of the better ones. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Steve? I have to go with a two and a half. The the lack of the story. I mean, I do remember seeing as a kid, but the Herbie movies, much more enjoyable for me. So, it's a two and a half. Okay. I see Derek shaking his head. <laughs> um, Steve, you're the out. You're the low one on this one. I gotta go. I gotta go with the other two. It's a three. It's a. It's a solid three. Um, if they cut twenty minutes, it honestly could have been almost bumped up to a four for me. But it is a solid three. Yeah. Um, it's one that if they ever show it on TV, I will probably stop and watch. So now I have not seen it on TV in decades and it will probably not come back. But if you haven't seen it, guys, this is one to go out and watch. So, yeah, especially if you get if you especially I would say if you have um, teen, not young teen or tween age seven and eight year olds. Uh, well, that's what I was trying to say. Seven to like eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not yeah. teenage. Not not. I didn't mean teenagers, but like teens. But I would qualify that with "Don't make this the first of this era of Disney movies." They had to have seen the original Mary Poppins first. 
they have to have seen several of those to appreciate this. Is the parent trap the original parent trap? Is that a Disney Plus? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yes, it would be. Okay. It's 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 nineteen sixty one. Yeah. Yeah. Which, ironically, after I watched this, they tried to show me Pollyanna, and I shut that down real quick. <laughs> Gosh, that's a because that's like two hours long. It's the so yeah. Pa- Parent Trap was sixties, but yes, yeah. Parent Trap nineteen sixty one. Excellent. Um, Kate, what do we got for the Disney Plus news? Disney this week? Plus news. Um, only two things. The first one is the original film Snow White has been restored and is being released on Disney Plus on October tenth. I didn't know it needed to be restored. Hasn't haven't they already like restored it like seven times? This is the four K. Yeah, it's not that different. Yeah, I was gonna say it's fine. Anyway, um, and then last but not least. Multiple Marvel shows have been delayed from their previous announcement announced release date. Echo has been moved to January, and all other Marvel series have been bumped indefinitely. And yes, I mean House of Harkness that will never that you know that we'll get in like 2028 has changed another name, but we're gonna get like seven more names for it. So it's bottom line is nothing is happening happening until the writers and actors decide to excuse me no i'm going to rephrase that until the studios decide to pay the writers and actors what they deserve so okay next week we are staying in the vault going back to a 1941 the reluctant dragon now yes this has the short cartoon of the same name in it but this involves it's essentially a tour of the Disney studio and it's a tour of the filmmaking pro- cartoon and filmmaking process. Uh, follows Robert Benchley, who was a humorist back then as he goes and he goes on a tour of the Disney studio. Disney originally did this too because so many people were asking for tour to tour studio tours. Yeah. That. He decided to make this so everyone could see it. So that is what will be next week in Reluctant Dragon. Uh, we'll also be doing Ahsoka episode four. Um, because we did one through three last week. So starting next week is when we'll pick up four, five, etc. Be- uh, until the finale. Uh, we do have a couple openings still coming up. Please, please, if you have anything you want us to watch, email us at plusplatoon at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook message us, send us a carrier pigeon, do whatever, you know, write it on the back of a six day park hopper and send it to me. Um, but, uh, please email us what you want us to do. Email us if there's something you really don't want us to do. No. And for the record, yes, I know the little mermaid has come out this week. No, we are not doing the little mermaid remake because we have decided as a group, that unless one of us sees a remake and really, really likes it, like some of, someone would give it a four or higher, we're not going to watch any of the remakes. Ooh, that's a tall order. Yes, it is, because so many of them have been horrid that we're not going to watch it unless somebody really likes it. Because an eh remake means it doesn't need to be a remake and it's probably not as good as the original. 
So uh, we do have new episodes every Thursday on YouTube and all the major podcasting services for Kate, Pete, Steve, and our in absentia producer, Gina. I'm Derek, and we will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Yay. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thanks for watching this week's episode of The Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to The Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcasts and leave those five-star reviews as they help make The Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel, where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.